I was alive and in my 20s when the autoimmune deficiency syndrome struck the planet. The virus, the human immunovirus that began to decay a lot of society in a lot of places. And at first, there were hundreds of thousands of lives impacted in a short period of time. And it was devastating. Welcome to Leading Leaders Podcast. Five-minute videos, five days a week. I'm Jay Lauren Norris with Leading Leaders Podcast. I remember only a few years after that, maybe even within a two-year window, a guy walked to the front of the room, and there were a lot of people in West Texas where I was at the time who hadn't really learned much about AIDS. We, we didn't have the internet of things at that point where people could just look it up on their phones and know. Yes, I know that seems like dinosaur days, but it really wasn't that long ago. But he stood at the front of the room and he said, if I walked into the room and I offered you a cure, a vaccine, a, a solution to remedy AIDS, would you want it? And most of the people in the room, close to 15,000, just kind of looked at each other like, I don't know. He said, if I, if I offered to sell it to you in this little vial and I started the bidding at $10,000, how many of you would rush up here and fight over that $10,000 or higher to bid for this? And nobody responded. And so he put the little vial back under the, the counter and he began to talk about what happens to the human body when the HIV virus begins to take over and when AIDS begins to set in and how the organs will shut will go sometimes for weeks, days, or months as their body collapses, sometimes just in a matter of hours. And he talked about how because there was no vaccine and there was no cure and there was nothing that could be done about it. And after he talked about this for probably 20 or 30 minutes about all of the horror you expect to witness as someone went through that or to live through until you're passing if you actually contracted it. Now there was a fervor in this room of nearly 15,000 people. And when he held it up again and said, would you give me $10,000 for it? There were actually hands in the audience that went in the air. And he said, let me be honest, I, I don't have the cure. No one does yet. Here we are 30 years later and no one does yet. But I say all that to make this other point instead. For decades, for centuries, maybe for as long as human history, there has been a business strategy called sales. And in the process of sales, we have storytelling, we have telling, and we have selling. We have talking about the product, we talk about the event of the product, we talk about the benefits, the FBAs, the features, benefits, and advantages. We talk about how I felt before I actually got the product and then how I feel now, the feel, felt, found method of selling. And the list goes on and on and on, the various ways that we sell. But here's one thing that we know for a fact, when selling, when conveying, when persuading, it's really hard to persuade someone to act in a way, to buy, to do, to follow a command, to get on board with an idea to buy in to anything without cause. And sometimes the cause may be a lot more 
let's see, abstract than, than what you really know to be a cause. Like the AIDS virus when it was first discovered. Sure, there was evidence that there were people who were dying, but the majority of people didn't know anything about it. They certainly didn't know savages that it would bring. And so the more you could tell them about how devastating it was, the more likely they were to want a cure. Well, the same is still being practiced today by storytellers on the stage. They paint a paper tiger, and sometimes it's not as truthful as the real ravages of HIV. It's just a, it's a story. It's a story. It's an analogy. It's, a, it's an anecdote. It's, it's just an illustration. It's just designed to make you feel like, wow, I really have to have a solution, and you seem like the only guy who has that solution. I need you right now. So yes, some salespeople, some storytellers, some presenters from the front of the room, for whatever reason, will construct a beautiful paper tiger and explain to you how threatening that paper tiger would be if you encountered it for real, so that you'll emotionally react to what they're telling you, and they can persuade you, they can convince you, they can move you in the direction of the action they want you to take, even though the threat, the tiger that's about to eat you, is paper. I'm Jay Lauren Norris with Leading Leaders Podcast for Tell It Like It Is TV. Have a blessed day. Subscribe now for our extensive video library of leadership lessons promoting faith, family, and freedom.